The Columbus River Dragons are back on the ice this fall looking for another league championship. Season ticket memberships for every home game in the 2022-23 season are available now by visiting rdragons.com slash tickets or by calling the offices at 706-507-4625. Don't miss familiar foes like the Carolina Thunderbirds and the Watertown Wolves come to town. Or how about the newest southern rival to the FPHL, the Mississippi Sea Wolves. Ticket packages start as low as $300 for all 28 home games this season. Call 706-507-4625 for more details. All right, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of Two Minutes for Roughing. Very much a fun episode this week. I have a one of my co-hosts being brought back, of course, Christian. How are you tonight? What's up, Rando? Glad to be back here. We're getting really close. Six days until opening night in the Fed. Right. Of course, uh, technically for us, it's seven days because we're recording this uh, on Thursday. So right. uh, the night before you guys listen. But again, uh, super close where we are reaching a point of uh, where we're going to kind of start digging down and uh, looking at these teams that uh, are coming in uh, for the Fed, especially because uh, October the 13th, that's when our first games are starting to be played. Uh, now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the, the Biloxi uh, Columbus game, Mississippi, I should say, is preseason only. Yep. But the uh, Port Huron Motor City game is an official regular season game. Yeah, this is so weird. Yeah. Where we have the regular season starting and there's a preseason game going on at the same time at the Columbus Ice Rink. But yeah, um, and like that game's going to start a half hour after the preseason game. I guess it counts, right? Because the preseason went before, yeah. technically. Uh, technically. Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, I can think of which game I'm going to definitely watch uh, that night uh, when it comes to the 13th. Mississippi Columbus? Mm, uh, wrong no, location. You're, <laughs> you're going to watch the Motor City game. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. of course. I mean, I, I've, I would too because it's, it's a points game. I mean, yeah. it means everything. And we're going to talk about the five teams in the Continental Division today um, and next week because they're playing next week, obviously. And then next week, going into Friday night slate, which we'll get to, we're going to talk about the five teams in the Empire Division. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so I guess let's go and get straight, uh, straight into it, though, with the uh, Continental Division. Uh, so for those who kind of thinking, okay, what's up with these names? Uh, which divisions which? Think of the Continental Division as all the Southern teams, so Mississippi, Columbus, and Carolina, and then the two Michigan teams, Port yeah. Huron and Motor City. And then think of the Empire Division as basically all the New York teams, Plus uh, Danbury, so think Danbury, kind of New York City metro area, and then you have Delaware. So very much more of a simple way to uh, put it. Right. Yeah. So, again. Yeah, definitely. I I think it's a nice nice name, too. I think it's a good name. Oh, yeah, I like the names. Continental makes sense because, you you, you know, it has a more southern connection. And then you have Empire because Empire State. So perfect. Yeah, the, the three New York teams in Danbury, which is basically in the greater New York City area. Yeah, I mean, and Danbury, and plus Danbury is like, I think on the border. It's on the border. Oh yeah, it's on the border. But I'm trying. It's like it's like last time I last time I uh, took a car when I was there, uh, my Uber. It was maybe five minutes away from the New York border. It was crazy. Yeah, it, it is. It is. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, so I guess moving on though, let's talk about the continental teams. So uh, do you want to do this alphabetical order, or do you just kind of want to do it random? Let's just do it random like they have on the website. So we'll All start right. with the uh, Port Huron Prowlers. Last season, the Prowlers made the playoffs. They were the sixth seed out of the six teams in the playoffs, out of the seven in the league. So they basically were that last team in. 18 wins, 32 losses, four overtime losses for 56 points. Remember, the Fed goes 3-2-1 with the points. 
Uh, not a great year for the Prowlers, a team that's always, you know, battling. And, and the, it was the first year for, for, for Matt Graham and Alex Johnson, you know, running that ship after Joe Pace left to go down to Mississippi. Uh, I, I have their training camp roster because uh, Will Littleman, their director of media, who is a friend of mine, um, and their play-by-play broadcaster, was nice enough to put out the training camp roster on the team Twitter. Some decent names you may remember, Joe Devaney. Um, you're you're going to see Matt Graham, Dalton J. You know, the, the regular names, Graham J., Vartian and Weber, um, Austin Federley, Dustin Henning, who's been around forever, Gino Mini, and Alex Johnson. Uh, the question for them, you know, Richard Shipman comes back in goal. You have some young kids, Danik Rodriguez, who, who played a lot in Major Junior. Um, he's going to be one of the guys they're going to look at. This is a team that I'm not really sure about because they have good veteran, but year in, year out, it's always about one and a half lines who can really score. And, and they lost some pieces from last year's team, to say the least. If you look at their roster from last year, Rando, of some of the guys they had, let me just pull that up. You know, it, 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 a lot of guys are gone. You know, either they've gone up up to the SB or the Fed, or, or the, sorry, the SB or, or anywhere else, or, <laughs> or you know, like, their, their fifth point leading points last year was Stavros Soilis, and he was picked up in the expansion draft. So they lost him. Zach Frasura also lost, who's not a training camp currently. You don't know if he'll be coming back. But it, it's a team always in flux, and you don't know where the scoring is going to come from. I mean, we know it's going to come from Jay and Graham, but where else? Yeah, it's just uh, there, there's kind of a lot of unknowns for this Port, uh, Port Huron team. Um, you're kind of, it's everyone's, I think it's basically going to be, uh, what's going to happen. I think a lot of people are going to kind of just watch this team. I think we'll have an answer probably by the end of December, beginning of January, where, where this team is kind of going to stand. Uh, but just a lot of question marks. Like I, I'm just, I'm looking over this roster. I can't really, I'm especially looking over the rookie section. I can't really pick up any possible names that I could think of like, you know, I know Sam Gangon yeah. played played at Franklin Pierce and West. I think he played for Westfield State too, or, or one of those schools. So, so and he probably listens to this too. Um, so he he's probably going to ha- be decent for them. He was supposed to play for Danbury at the end of that um, COVID year. You know, they have they have the rights to Sam Williams. They they made some pickups. I mean, Sam Williams they have the rights to. He's been the SV the last two years. They also have the rights to David Nippard. They have the who's been there for a while. But they also have the rights to Frank Schumacher, who hasn't played in the Fed for a while. Um, Frank Schumacher hasn't played since I'm, I'm pulling it up right here. It's loading. He hasn't played in the Fed since 2015-16 when he played for the Danbury Titans. So he's been a, he's yeah. been around, yeah. So that's a big pickup defensively for them, kind of like a Paul Arnett they've had the last couple of years. So to have like a Frank Schumacher there is big, but I, I don't know where else they can have. You know, Joe Devaney was a good pickup been around the league for a couple of years but we'll have to see how they come out but they, they have they have some players i mean obviously we know every year you have to watch out for dalton jay he is one of the best players to ever play in this league dating back to his days with the danbury titans so you know that's always a player to watch but i don't know where else to look at right now with this team they've definitely done a good job recruiting it looks like um we'll see how it hangs out in their top leading scorers is it returning jay graham uh, Johnson, Laurie Vartiani, who only played in half of the games last year, and, and uh, Zach Frasura and Austin Federley. So, and, and Federley only played in 23 games. He was called up to Pensacola for most of the year. Yeah, just 
Like, like I said before, a lot of questions. Uh, there are some names. That, now that you're saying them, I'm starting to kind of... All right, the gears are kind of turning my head right. I recognize the names. But it's, you know, it just feels like they're kind of... I, I hate kind of saying this, but it feels like a lot of... I think you might agree with me. This kind of picking up some scraps, maybe. But it's like... I, I, I don't want to say that. I do not want to say that. They, they have, like... You're going to have guys who are going to play your home-only games. You always have that. So, like, a Geno Mini is only going to play games at home. But you have guys who played, you know, later parts of the year last year, like Brandon Baker and Austin Weber, who can come in and possibly be big parts of this team down the stretch. Um, in goal, Richard Shipman, I mean, decent numbers last year. You know, the Fed, the, the goals against always in the Fed is very inflated. And, and he, he addressed in about 16 or 17 games. Of course, they don't say how many games he dressed in on this site. Stupid. It just says how, says how many games you uh you you dressed in, right. so so he, he four point sixteen goals against average, just under ninety save percentage. Not a bad goal center. He's definitely gonna be a guy that they're gonna they're gonna lean on in goal. I think Rodriguez will make a good chase for first, but yeah, it's gonna be um it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a def- definite time to see them play. Of course, they start next Thursday as well. Yeah, so again, it, it's just interesting. Uh, I think, again, I think this is, we were kind of talking a little before the show. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about this, especially near the end. It, it just, it's a team I, I think everyone's interested to see what it's going to be like. I just, I think no one knows what, what the final result's going to be. Yeah, d- definitely for sure. All right. Uh, so let's go ahead and move on to our next team. Uh, so Columbus, the River Dragons. Yeah, uh, defending uh, finalist in the Fed a yes. year ago. Ignite Cup champions, of course. Um, they made some good pickups. I yes. mean, they, they, they made some good. Let me go. Let's go through them in goal. Brendan Colgan. I mean, comes over from, from Watertown. They also just made a trade the other day. Josh, they, they picked up most of Watertown's scraps. Most of Watertown's top players, rather. Josh LaBelle. Pre, um, who, who's the other one they just picked up? They picked up uh, Lane King, who, who beat yeah. them. <laughs> Lane King beat them in the finals. He scored the winning goal. Can't beat him, join him. Can't beat him, join him. So, well, no, it's the other way or around. Can't, can't beat him, uh, buy them. Yeah. So, so Lane King is over that, and we'll talk about Watertown next week because I don't know where where they're at right now. But you know, some of their pickups. You know, uh, uh, Thomas Aldworth. You know, he's a D one guy. Played now, at Quinnipiac University. Came over from played last year in um, where do you play? Binghamton. So yeah. he comes over, and, and that's gonna be a big offensive piece for them. And he's gonna play most of the games, I think. It is, but Howard, uh, they did lose someone today. Uh, MJ yeah. Graham this, did this, retire. This, yeah, yeah. And, and MJ, first off, great career by MJ. Started back with the uh, Steel City Warriors. Played in Brewster. He played for a lot of teams. Played in Brewster. Played in a bunch of other places. So great career for for MJ. Definite guy that everybody loved watching, and he's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, just. Uh, and plus, it sounds like yeah, he is going to enjoy a relationship still with the River Dragons. He's going to be their Quebec scout, uh, so uh, still going to be helping out the organization. Uh, again, Columbus is probably, if you ask me, again we'll talk about this when we come we come closer to uh, again the end of the show. Probably one one of the favorites to win the cup, if you ask me. I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Again, good coaching. Also, but they, yeah. There's a lot of new guys. They 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 have they have a lot of new guys coming in. You see here rookies. You know, guys I've never you know really heard of before. They're probably going to be good pieces. Goaltender Garrett Johnson coming in. Um, 
you know, they, they there's some guys who got called up already who's going to play the preseason, uh, at least to start the season in the SP, but you still have that core. And, and, and this team's core is guys like Sean Petrantonio, Jay Krupp, who's either going to play or coach. We're not sure. I think he will. Austin Doe. Um, I mean, all these just known names in this league. Hunter Bersani, if he comes back, he'd be a lot of fun yeah. to watch. And then, you know, the question differs. Will Ian White come back for another uh, year? So I was looking at that. He's actually on the roster right now. He is on so, the roster, yes. yep. And, and and there's a lot of stuff going on there, but hopefully he will come back. He, first off, I think it's just cool when you go into, and we talked about this last week, but it's cool when you see an ex-NHLer playing at this level. And for a guy who, who didn't play for eight years, and, you know, we know all the issues he had. If you watch the documentary on TSN about it, so and also they have coming back Jagger Williamson and they really like Jagger Williamson there. Um, Adam Vanelli, you know they lost some pieces. I mean, you know Marquise Grant Mentis is gone. Um, let's look at their stats here from last year for this River Jackets team. So top returning scores, obviously you're going to have Petra Antonio, Austin Doe, then MJ's there right behind them or behind Bersani, Williamson, Krupp, Ian White only played half the games and he. Still was in the top 10. Alex Storjahan, who's coming back. You know, the Crane, Edgar's Ozelinch. But then you lose guys like Jake Schultz, who was good on defense, played towards the end of the year, now goes to Binghamton. You know, you lose a bunch of other guys down this stretch. And it's going to be really uh, interesting to see what they do coming for the regular season. Uh, Again, I agree with you. Here's the problem. Columbus has great coaching, great ownership. If they see a hole, they're going to find a way to fill it, and it's always usually the correct solution. And, so. and Jerome and Jerome and Scott are great recruiters. We, yeah. we know this. We've talked to Scott. They're great recruiters, so they know what they're doing You know, for this team. This is going to be a top team in the league. They've made some good pickups. I mean, I've said it before. They've really retooled. And when you get those guys, especially coming from the north, like the three guys from Watertown and, and Aldworth from Binghamton, that's pretty good to see for that team. Yeah, just look. I, I just Columbus is probably the, in my top three teams. Like coming down, like it's there's and they're playing in a really tough division. Might I add? I think the Continental Division is probably going to be the, the best division. Would you agree with me on that? Just I think so. Yeah. I I think because you have five really very even league teams. I think I disagree on even because there's a there's a team that I want to talk about that's going to get me in trouble again. But mm. yes, um. Again, tough division, but uh, I'm interested to see what happens with the Columbus. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about Motor City. Um, they're a team that's been getting a lot of attention recently. Of course, uh, they did uh, sign, uh, uh, you know, YouTube personality, uh, Trafford Oilers in goal. We've talked about that here on the podcast. Um, let's see. Right now, let's see. Uh, okay, so he's oh he actually already has a number number one. That's interesting. No, but, does he really? Yeah, uh, he's he's wearing thirty three. He's wearing thirty three. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, never mind. Uh, well, they he's wearing thirty three. Okay, yeah, I, I saw Trevor. I was like, oh, that's Trav. Yeah, that's, <laughs> but no, it's, yeah. that's Trevor. Yeah, no, but this, like, this, ah. this this team has some decent players. They, yeah. they have some decent players. There was some news that came out today. There cannot get into it because it hasn't been released yet, but. Some players were released. But you look at the names on here. Artem Alekin was very good towards the end of the year last year in Delaware on that very tough Delaware team. Yeah. Ross Bartlett's good. Yeah, really good. Him. Small guy. Can really come out and score. Tommy Gar- Tommy Cardinal, if he goes, he's tough. He can score. He can really step up. Brandon Contrado, 
Well, here's I mean, one. Uh, Kate uh, Lambin. Kate Lambin, who, yeah, yeah. Who, I, I, yeah, who was on that team before. But Brandon Contrado's good. As I go down this list here, Marquise Gramentis. I mean, the guy was dynamite for the River Dragons when he played last season before an injury. Jonathan Giuliano, very good Fed player throughout the time throughout his time in the league. Um, Rich Sledy, if he plays the whole year, no wild. He's been around. He's been around here. No wild. James Jameson Milan. This is the one I'm excited for. Jameson Milan has is like 36 years old and he's been playing professionally since 2006. And he's been playing for a lot of different teams. Let me pull up the stats here. Um, played last season in 12 games in Fort Wayne. He's played in the Slovakian League, the, the EIHL. Most of his career, either in the U-Haul or the Coast or in some of these leagues, he played for AIK in Sweden. So he's a very good defenseman. Older guy, he's 38 years old. That's a guy I'm very excited to see because, you know, he has he's only played a little bit in North America since... 2013 when he just played last year with Fort Wayne and scored three goals as a defenseman in that 12 games for the um, for, for the Comets. So not a bad player to have there for them. Continue going down. Tim Perks, if he plays more, that's going to be good for them. Um, you know, Ryan Rotondi, uh, Stavros Soil, as we mentioned earlier, he's going to be great. Dante Suffredini and then everyone's favorite big tough guy, Everett Thompson. I think E.T. is going to be a big part of that team, playing close to home for them, and Zach Silkanich if he plays. Goaltending-wise, Trevor Babin is going to be the number one guy. It has been confirmed. Uh, Trev said it on his podcast last week that the number one guy in Motor City has already been confirmed to be Trevor Babin. Now there's a battle for number two with Travis, Blake Scott, who's been around for a while, and Brad Godden, who used to be a backup with the Mentor Icebreakers. Yeah, just I've I've said my opinions on stuff. Uh, I I'm not going to keep going back into that. I I'm really interested to see if maybe that number two battle kind of goes into next week's game, where yeah. maybe I don't think that it just depends on how things go. Could we see maybe like it being used as like one final preseason game, even though it's points, where we see some switching around going happening. Yeah, it's, and, it's, and it depends. Yeah. I mean, they've been working all week. They again, I think this team is going to be better than I, than people expect. Oh yeah, I don't I, know. I don't know why people keep dunking on like the Mercy Rockers like they're going to be bad. The, no, the, yeah, yeah. The, yeah I, they have a bunch of really good players. I was talking about it with some people the other day. They have some really decent players. Now it's just for them to get together, come together, and play together, and and learn to be a team together. And I'm excited to see what Gordy Brown does. Gordy Brown, first year head coach. Um, you know, he's coached a lot in Michigan circles. Um, he's obviously, you know, coached a little bit in the all too. So I'm excited to see he does it for his first head coaching job, you know, in, in the professional level and even, he ain't even head coach in the, in the all. So I think I'm excited to see what he does in the, in the professional level. And then, you know, there's just, I'm excited for this team. Very excited. Oh, and forgot one name, Vaughn Clouston. I got Vaughn Clouston mm. too. Yes. All right. Now we are coming upon. Um, do not do, just just do not yell at me, guys. Oh, <laughs> Wait, uh, I'm starting to get a bad feeling about this. Uh, but I, what I think is probably going to be the best, uh, if not one, maybe second best or third, right there, probably one of the top teams in the league, uh, the Mississippi Sea Wolves. Yeah, uh, I am. I'm excited for this team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they just, I, you know, Espa does what Espa does best, and that's recruit. We've known this for a while. First off. 
you have four very, very good veterans who have played in this league for almost since it began, all of them. Chris Levier, who's going to be in a player assistant coach, the legend Joe Pace, Justin Barr might play a couple games this year, and and they got Matt Carancy out of retirement. Matt Carancy's already got his name in the rafters at Danbury Arena, and he's out of retirement. Yeah. And let, Other let, guy, me, let me say yeah. right now also, uh, now, at, at the time we were recording this, uh, Mississippi has not cut down their roster really, or it has not been well, updated. Nobody has really. And a couple teams have been doing cuts, yeah. but not not crazy. Uh, just just to give you guys an idea, I'm looking at goalies just to go and kind of get some ideas right there. One, two, three, four, five, six. Well, half seven, of them are playing eight, in higher yeah. leagues. Yeah, just but I just going to show you like the, the, the rosters are still changing a little bit even as we uh, do our breakdowns. Well, so yeah, yeah, so looking at the roster here, I mean they got a bunch of good players. They got Richie Pinkowski. They got Mississippi born and raised Marvin Powell coming home. Yeah. That's going to be cool to watch. A couple of Russian and Ukrainian guys. Denny's uh, Hon- Hon- Honcharenko, Jan Kalinovsky coming over. Mm-hmm. Um, they got some guys, Dana McKittrick, who was their first signing. Um, they just got Johnny Bonta, who was very good for Watertown a year ago. Really like him. Um, Trevor Finch is a good forward for them. Um they have the rights to the, to Sean Leonard, but he's going to be up probably in the SP. Bowie Slarks, they picked up in the uh, free agent draft. Um, Vinny Susi, going to be really cool to see Vinny Susi there. Congrats to Vinny, now a father. Mm. He'll, be, he'll be playing there. Yaroslav Nikodakov, and I guess the guy that was in the KHL at one point. Um, those are the guys that we know. Jake Raleigh out of the Post University. So he's got that connection, Connecticut connection with Espo and Brennan Young if he goes there. Brennan Young is going to be good. Was an asshole to me, but you know he'll be good. <laughs> um, um, that's a story for another time. Goaltending wise, they have the rights to Adam Bukaboom, who's already playing, I think, in DEL two in Germany, so he's off. Dylan Kelly is signed with the Kansas City Mavericks, so he's off. So I got about five guys to go through here: Jackson Taylor, Ethan Taylor. I don't think there's any relation. Thomas Proudlock, who we saw last year with um, Vermilion County, saw him there last year. And then I think the one-two for this team is probably going to be Greg Harney and, and Blake Wyrick. Blake Wyrick is a very good goaltender. Um, shock he's not in any higher leagues. If he does go, I'll, I won't be surprised. He was actually uh, in the three-ice league this summer was Blake oh, wow. Wyrick. Yeah. So he was in the three-ice league. And um, I think he was, like, one of the better goalies statistically in that league. Didn't win the title. I think it was Parker Milner who won it. And then Greg Harney has that connection. East Haven, Connecticut. You know, probably knew Espo for a long time. Someone can correct me. Um, so, so gets to the play there after having a decent year in both Port Huron and Delaware. Um, this is going to be a team I think is going to be one of the best in the league again. Um, you know, they they got Espo, oh they also got Isaiah Crawford too. It's another guy they picked up. But there's a lot of guys that are going to be very good for this team next year or this year. A lot of and it's a decent roster too. And I think they're still growing. And Espo's a great recruiter. Yeah, just this is probably again a team that has recruited well, has gone out and sold themselves to players. Again, this is a first-year team, Usually, and they're playing on the water, by the way, guys. So, yeah. like, it's pretty easy to tell tell you know a guy like Isaiah Crawford who played the last couple of years up in the north. Hey, you're gonna play next to the beach this year. Yeah, and let me let me say, I have family in Biloxi. I, I've not been there, but I'm planning to go for the the home opener uh, for Mississippi. That's going to be fun. Yes, I, I'm excited. They're, I'm going to try and meet they up with might, a couple of people. They might sell out that game. I hope they sell out that yeah, game. Yeah, I, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of I'm nervous for the 10th 
because like I'm a, I'm a kind of a, I'm kind of afraid what Ticketmaster's because tickets. Like. Oh yeah, because those people are gonna be nuts. Yeah, dude, Mississippi fans are are nuts as we found out right now. Just oh yeah, they're, they're crazy already. Like it's like this is probably like and I, good I, for I, you guys, Mississippi. Yeah. You guys get hot. Okay, back. you're, you're gonna kind of you hate me for the statement, but. Uh, I think this is like the one of the craziest fan bases already, and they haven't played hockey yet. And like, I think I it's probably gonna be one of the best hockey fan bases in the. Fest. Be a, I think it's gonna be one of the best env- environments to play in in the entire minor pro landscape. If if you've watched the videos of the the old Sea Wolves playing, and by the way, these two franchises are are apparently connected together. They've decided to connect the two franchises, but. The old Sea Wolves. If you watch them in the video, especially when they won the cup against uh, Richmond in '99, that place was nuts. I mean, just insane. If you listen to the to the vi- video there, yeah, just uh, I'm very excited. I think yeah. I think that's and that's one one of the main reasons why I think this is going to be a good team because I think they're going to have a, a rowdy crowd behind them, and that could get into some heads where it's like, oh wow, this is new. So. Well, speaking of rowdy crowds, let's go to our next team. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the, the rowdy crowds, that is, because if you've watched the game with the Carolina Thunderbirds, those fans are nuts. I mean, those fans are loud. They've got cowbells. Fun atmosphere to play in. And, and they got a team where I don't know where where they're at. They have a bunch of good pickups. They have a lot of their core returning. I think the one thing about this team from very others is they have a very good core returning. I think they're going to be decent. I'm completely against you on this. I, I got in trouble for saying this a couple Get ready for the hate. Yeah, hate every, I, I know hey, I'm excited so, for round two. Send, send, the, send the hate mail to Rando, guys. Just send, send the hate mail to Rando. Yeah, I'm not excited for uh, the reaction uh, when this is posted. But Just do not send hate on me. I'm I'm pro-Thunderbirds in this argument. I, I, I Again, I've talked about this multiple times. There's ebbs and flows. The way I'm looking at this roster, I think Carolina fans should be mentally preparing for a down year. I, I, if you look, if you look at this roster compared to uh, just even a, a couple years ago. This is not the, like this is not the same caliber roster. If you ask me, I think they have a good core, yes, but I don't see any extras that make me convinced that this is going to be an amazing team. And I'm, I, I, I don't think people are going to be ready in Carolina, and I'm kind of concerned about that part. So looking at the roster, you have the names back. Dawson Baker coming back. Um, John Petita, the captain. Nathan Campbell could be coming back. Joe Cangelosi. They could be getting Declan Conway. They also got the big guy, Ryan Devine's coming over. Um, you know, Gus Ford, Bryce French, who played most of last year with the Hattricks, yeah, but, came but over. He, he, again, cores are amazing, but the hockey is won by having those extra sparks. Where Well, you can I, have I think core, the good but, thing with yeah. Coach Rutledge is he, he has the connections to pick up these very good Canadian juniors players. Some of the guys I really like watching, you know, these guys like um, that Jeff Burridge guy. He was already, a bunch of these guys already have numbers assigned. Jeff Burridge, he's going to be good for them. You know, there's a few guys. Kyle Heitzner's coming back, I believe it says here. Um, you know, they have a bunch. Daniel Martin staying there, Jared Meyer. They, they have the core. You know that. The question is, will the new players come in and make, it, make, a, make a difference? I don't know. Usually they're very good at, at recruiting as well. But you have all these returning guys who currently – or on the roster, you know, you're not going to have guys like Jan Salak. They're probably going back down. Peter Panacek probably going back up to Pensacola. But you have Schnapp. You have Warfield. Um, you know, Blake Peavy, who's very loved there. Cody Oaks. You know, th- these guys are all in the community. My question is goaltending. Yeah, that's, that's Nick, 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 Nick Madika, very good goaltender. 
very good goaltender. Just going to be question is how healthy is he going to be? Is he going to come back? Is he going to play? He's going to be there. He's already there. Boris Babic is a very good goaltender. They have the rights to Xavier Bolduc, but he's currently in the inactive. They also have the rights to Josh Teplinger, who's been there at training camp, I believe. And very good player. Played like half the season with the uh, Iowa Heartlanders last year in the coast. Yeah, he, he is also on the inactive. So. But, but he, he's been there already. He was there at like the, the fair event they had the other day. Okay, so, so maybe he does play. But. So he, he maybe he does play. I'll be surprised if he does. I think he should be in higher leagues. But if they have him, that's going to be their best pickup by far. You know, they have good players. I, I don't think they're going to be bad. I think they're going to be in the middle of the pack in that division, maybe battling for second place. I, I don't see it. I'm, I am not sold on this team. Uh, again, there's always ebbs and flows. Even in minor league hockey where your roster drastically changes year to year, you, you always have a year every once in a while where it's just like, all right, you know, every, it's basically rebuild year. I think this is it for Carolina. They've had success so. since 2017. It's time for a bad year, and that, that's no. what the pattern says. Uh, you, I, I, here's the problem: I've seen it too often. It's it's just time. Yeah. It's time. But the way, but the Danbury Whalers had five seasons, right? And I hate using the Danbury bias here, but I have to. Danbury Whalers played five seasons. The first year was their statistically worst year. Every year after that, they've either made the finals or the semifinals. They had every, they had good years every year. I feel like Carolina is that team where they can continue to be among the league's best. Uh, I just I I think I think this is I think it's finally the year. I think I think I I I just have a bad feeling the the wheels are going to fall off. I just I, I'm right. looking at everything. In your opinion, you're going to get the hate for it. So okay, yeah, I'll take it. I'm I'm ready I'm ready to see just I'm ready to see Randall send all hate mail to <laughs> to, to somewhere somewhere oh, in Alabama. Oh, I know I know I, I know Facebook. I'm just I'm going to wake up tomorrow. I'm going to like <laughs> I'm just like I'm going to like I'm probably no, going to get like wait, three yeah. DMs. I'm probably gonna oh, like yeah. log, log on to Facebook. I'll, I'll check the Meyer Pro Hero page. There's gonna be some Carolina fan that's like, "That's Meyerly Grando. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go <laughs> to just Huntsville. I'm gonna try to find him, even though I'm not in Huntsville at the moment." And Somewhere gonna, in Alabama, yeah. go get him. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I, you know where I am, but still, I know where you are. Yeah. 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 I'm not saying, but I know where you are. Yeah. All right. Let's do some predictions. Okay. All right. So. Right now, I believe the Fed playoff format is going to be top four in each division. This is how it was. I really supposed hope it's to be top three. It was supposed to be top four in each division with the ten teams they had in twenty nineteen twenty. All right, who do you, Rando? Who do you see being in fifth place in yours? Then I'll get to mine. Who do you see being in fifth place? I just talked trash about this team, Carolina. They're number five. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right. All right. Fourth place. Who you got? Um, that's kind of tough. Uh, I'm going to go with Port Huron. Okay. I, 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 I don't hate that. Third place. I'm going to be going here. Mm, that's another tough one. Cause like, like the, these, the top three is basically interchangeable in my mind. Um, yeah. let's go with, oh, Scott's going to kill me. Columbus. Ooh, I don't like that. Two. A uh, motor city. So Mississippi one. Yeah. I, I like that. All right. Here's mine. Five, I'm going to go Port Huron. I know I'm probably going to get a little, little flame here from Port Huron people, and, and maybe Will will tell me something. But <laughs> um, I, I don't see Port Huron being that good of a team, and I've talked about this for a while. I, I've talked about how, like, they have good players. Don't get me wrong. Okay, so my it, theory about having ebbs and flows is bad, but when I when, when we talk about Port Huron, it's okay. I just, I, they don't have enough. And I, I've talked about this for That's years. That's what I'm saying about Carolina. They don't have enough. 
I well, filming right, on fourth, an episode of Seinfeld right now. I'm George. Yeah. Fourth, fourth place. Fourth place. And it's gonna be a close fourth place, to like to almost the third place is Motor City. I think the Rockers are a good team. They're gonna have a little bit of an expansion issue at the beginning, maybe to the middle, and then they'll come out strong, much like Delaware did back in 1920. People forget the Thunder were gonna make. 2019 20. Yeah, I was about to say, hold on. Delaware was going to make the playoffs because Mentor was dying and Delaware was hot. But Delaware was going to make the playoffs that year. So I didn't see Motor City doing that. I don't see them being as bad as Delaware was this first part of that year, but I don't see them being. Uh, I see them being like a 500 team the first half of the year and then turning on the second half. Um, so that puts third place Carolina. I, I think they have enough. I, I do. I think they have enough. I think they have some very good players, some good scoring pieces. Defensively is the question mark. I think, you know, we really have to look out there. And, and goaltending, you, know, you don't know where you're going to get there. Second place, going to go with the Seawolves. Love Espo. Friend of mine. Coached me a long time ago. Great coach. Great recruiter. Going to see what they can do. It's going to be a close second place to the team that's going to be their rival, Columbus. The River Dragons going to be first, in my opinion. I think they are going to be a... Very, very good team. See what the recruiting is going to be from uh, from from Boom Boom. Yeah, again, the the top three in, in the you know that you call the Connell division is probably going to be interchangeable. Like I said, I yeah, said the top four. Yeah. I, I think, I, from I, my I, opinion, I think I think Porter Huron is going to have a bit of a uh, of a split. But uh, again, think, yeah. yeah, yeah. I I think like Motor City could easily be a third place team. Carolina can easily be a second-place team, and Mississippi could easily be a third-place team. Like, there, there's a lot of question marks there. Again, it's early. Game start next week. No official rosters on the site. Fed site's very convoluted. Not our fault. <laughs> Can't really see what much there. By the way, another thing, uh, just a pickup for Carolina. Did you see who they picked up yesterday, uh, two days ago? Uh, I did not. Who did they they pick picked up? up Anthony Battaglia. Um, Anthony Battaglia was like a longtime minor league player. His brother is Bates Battaglia, played with the um, the Canes, the Leafs, a couple other teams in the NHL. Um, and Anthony Battaglia and Bates won season 22 of the Amazing Race. Wow. And, and now Anthony Battaglia, who has played in the Fed before. He won the 2012 championship with Jersey, New Jersey Outlaws. Then that summer won the, won the uh, Amazing Race. Yeah, so... That that's really interesting because like I I've, but he's forty two yeah. years yeah. old. Let's give, give him credit. He's forty two years old. Don't know how many games he's going to play, but that's still a big name. And, and Seagull fans will remember him and Bates. He uh, Anthony played like three or four years in Mississippi, and then left when Katrina hit. And then Bates played the, the lockout year with Anthony in uh in Mississippi with the Seawolves. Oh, yeah. So that's going to be cool to see if he plays a couple games. You know, he was a good player in the Fed, very good player on that Jersey team that was loaded, um, nonetheless. But yeah, that that's something I forgot to mention. Yeah, they picked, they signed Anthony Battaglia. Yeah. All right. So, I have a question. So let's yeah. say playoffs happen, going with each of our top fours. So that's going to be uh, for me. It would be Mississippi, Port Huron, and then Columbus Motor City. I, yep. who, who would you think moves on out, out of mine? Like who, out of uh, yours, Mississippi, uh, Port Huron, Mississippi, yeah, and Columbus. Okay, so you, you're saying Mississippi, Columbus. And that's what and that that is what I would say in yeah. mine as well. I say Mississippi beats Carolina barely. I think a three game series if they're doing best of three. I think Mississippi beats Carolina there. Could go either way. 
and I think uh, Columbus beats Motor City, maybe a three-game series as well. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I, again, if if the if the season goes as we were thinking, as we're looking at our rosters right now, the, this could that could be a really just really fun playoffs overall. Yeah, yeah, for sure. At least on the uh, the Connell side, I think the Empire's gonna have a little bit more separation. Things, I think but. the Empire's gonna have three very good teams and two teams. I'm I'm not sure on. Yeah, I think I think well, we get, we're yeah. going to talk about the next week. Obviously, maybe, maybe even two very good teams and, and three. I'm not sure about with some of the things um, going Uh-oh. on. So, uh oh, so you got you got secret stuff. Ooh, no, I do not have secret stuff. I just know that with some of the movement on one of the teams. Yeah. Um. You know, we'll see. All right. Well, I think I I can't. Th- I, there hasn't really been any news uh, unless you think of something. Uh, no. Yeah. Not that I can think of. All right. Well, I think that just about wraps it up for this episode of Two Minutes Roughing. Uh, once again, Carolina fans, if you want to personally kill me, uh, you may call the uh, f- following phone number once I pull it up real quick. Oh, don't pull up your phone number. No, no, no. It's it's the it's the show phone number. There you go. They can Ooh, we, we, we got show phone number now? Yes. Oh, you, did you not hear our... our uh, the kind of infamous moment with the voicemails. Are, are we are we gonna have voicemails next week? I'd love to see. Vo- oh, yeah, you know you what? Know what? Yes. Set, Carolina fans, anyone, send your voicemails next week. Will because I'm gonna be on here again next week. Mark will be back in two weeks. Big announcement. There you go. Ooh. Send your voicemails to my to to Rando and even send me some messages too. You know where to find me. Send your voice, send all the to, all the negative stuff. To, yes. all the negative stuff to this number. Yes, yeah, send send it to two zero five nine two eight three zero four one. Again, if you hate me, if you want to tell me how stupid I am, if you want to, we we will allow and we'll, we'll play it next week. And, yes, and we we'll play, play it next for, week. Yes, right? I will. I will react we will to this it. live. Send me. Death I'd love threats. to too. Send me how you're going to slaughter me Carolina and like fans. a fish. You know, everything. I or here on fans at me if you want to send anything to me. Yeah, there you go. That number two. Uh, once again, that I'll, number... I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> once again, that number is 205-928-3041. Well, I think this just about wraps up this episode. I cannot wait for the death threats. I'm very excited for those. Haven't very had one in for, a while. So. Very excited for the first game. I think we should live react to that game uh, when we're on here at yeah. 8 o'clock talking next week. And then talk about the Empire Division. Yes, uh, a lot of stuff coming up. I mean, hockey, again, Continental starts next week. Empire, and the Empire starts yeah. for Saturday night. Uh, we got here. Let me go through the schedule for next week and while we're out of here. Port Huron's at Motor City on Thursday. First game at Big Boy Arena. Hoping to get some fans there. If you look at the tickets, but hope, hopefully they'll get people there. I want to see a lot of people at that arena. It's a great arena. It could um, be walk-ups. They could be, too. Um, then Friday, Elmira is at Binghamton. Motor City is at Port Huron. Saturday, first home game, first arena in the Donner era. Elmira hosts Binghamton. Motor City hosts the Prowlers. Then we'll, we will preview that action-packed weekend in two weeks where we got everybody playing. Everybody. All yes. ten teams. Plus we got, the SPHL starting the 20th. And it does. Yes. I mean, hey. Say this about the about next week or two weeks from now, rather. Two weeks from now, we're gonna have twenty games in the Fed in two nights. Oh uh, no, ten ten games, ten yeah, games. Ten in games. The Fed what in to two say? <laughs> ten games in the Fed in two nights yeah. should be great. All right, and on that note of terrible math, I've been the minor league rando. You can follow me on Twitter at minor league rando, and you can listen to my uh, weekly radio show, Talking Miners on Talking Sports, eight thirty p.m. EST. Chris, where can everyone find you? 
CAG Hockey on Twitter. I'm doing a bunch. Actually, I'm not doing much this weekend. Uh, my first hockey play-by-play, believe it or not, Ooh. on uh, on Sunday, doing a little CHF action. Some players might, you know, maybe you'll see some guys in the Fed. Maybe not. CHF has some guys who can come to the Fed. ACHA, of course, too. But it's going to be uh, Hofstra, where I go to school here on Long Island, against the University of New Haven. Fun fact: I'll actually be announcing uh, broadcasting. One of my for- one of my former BBD teammates, uh, Alex Fernandez, is the goalie for New Haven. Wow! So that's be fun. Broadcasting a friend and a former teammate. That's be cool. It is all right, guys. That is it for this week. We will see you next time.